Hey there, thanks for tuning in to the Worth It podcast. Our leadership gurus, Ryan Dyer and Andy Dorsey, will talk about their tips for maximizing leadership potential, faith, and family, all while raising awareness and funds for children with hearing impairments. Get ready to get focused. All right, welcome back to another episode of Worth It. It's our very first one. We're real excited. Today we're talking about Family Matters is kind of our topic we're going to jump into. I'm here with my good friend, Andy Dorsey. I know he's excited today. What's going on, Andy? I'm doing good. Yeah, everything's uh, what an exciting time to start off with really our uh, first real episode. So uh, the neat thing about this is, uh, you know, with uh, some help of some outside um, influences, we've already raised $1,350 uh, towards, uh, you know, a good cause um, to help the hearing impaired. And uh, we do have a goal of 10000 um, but already have jumped off um, with at least 10% down already for us. And we're just now getting started. So uh, looking forward to that. So just like Ryan said, um, you know, today's about, um, you know, dominating at home. You know, it, again, it doesn't matter if you're an educator like Ryan, Ryan and I and, and heavily involved in athletics um, or you're a businessman. Um, you know, I think that work-life relationships, one of the uh, biggest things that um, we have to, uh, you know, really be intentional about and really take time to make sure that, um, you know, we're being good husbands and, and good fathers to our children. So, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, as, I, as I was thinking about this, brought up with uh, Bear Bryant, Bear Bryant uh, kept a poem in his back pocket. Um, and every day, I think he, he brought this out, and I'm going to read it to you real quick. It says, this is the beginning of a new day. God has given me this day to use as I will. I cannot waste it or you, I can waste it or use it for good. What I do today is important because I'm exchanging a day of my life for it. When tomorrow comes, this day will be gone forever, leaving in its place something that I have traded for it. I want it to be gain, not loss, good, not evil, success, not failure, in order that I shall not regret the price that I paid for it. And so as we discuss our topics today, um, you know, I just want the listeners to understand that, you know, when you go to work every day um, and which is the necessary evil that we all have to do, but we, we are, we're, we're trading time away from our family um, and we need to make the best of it and, and making sure that we are uh, impacting others in, in the process. Yeah. I love what you said there with that, with that poem that Bear Bryant carried around. And I think too, when we start thinking about work and jobs and, and all those things, you, you, you and I are both athletic directors, so we don't get a lot of Friday nights at home and all those things, but we're, we're trading it because I feel like we don't need those things. We're trying to do something that, that's special and different. And I know a lot of people feel like that. So when you think about, you know, your job and, and the things that we go through, how, how do you do Andy with the whole, you know, you look at, I pull on a quote that I'm doing uh, for our coaches being soon is Dabo Sweeney from Clemson says, spend time with your family or you were fired. I think that's a great thing and it's hard to live out. You were, you were a very successful head football coach. What are some things you did well uh, in that avenue? Well, I think it started off with failures. Um, you know, when you when I started off as a young coach um, and very ambitious about, uh, you know, my job, I mean, that type of job um, consumes you. I mean, it really does. And uh, I think it goes back to, uh, you know, I will probably constantly reiterate, um, you know, the two different kind of coaches that are out there with the transactional and um, transformational coaches. And I, and, you know, and I, I, I tell my coaches this all the time. I was a transactional coach. It was all about me. Um, and I, and I did sacrifice my family very early on 
And um, and so, you know, my wife used to always tell me that, you know, in my early days that, look, it seems like me and the kids are in one world and you're in a world all by yourself. And um, I just I wasn't unable to disconnect even when I was at home. When I was at home, I was still working. Um, and I so I think that just took maturity and it took really realizing that I'm wasting those moments. Um, and, you know, and you have to make time. I mean, you really do. You have to make time. You have to make it meaningful. Um, and you have to learn to disconnect. And I think that's what Dabo Sweeney's trying to uh, get across is that, hey, family's important. Um, you know, we, we have to work. Um, you know, and when I became a head football coach, my dad gave me some very good advice. The first time he told me, he said, it's, you know, it's not about the time you spend there. It's about the quality of the time that you spend there. So he said, you know, get in there, get your work done and, and get your coaches home to their families. Because if, if your coaches are healthy, your coaches are, are happy and, and, and they're happy at home, then they're, they're going to be more productive for you when they're in the office. Yeah, I agree. And I think, too, I, I go back and I share this story as, every once in a while. But I remember, um, I think it was my third or fourth year being a head coach and and passing out in the locker room after a tough a tough loss and and remember being around because my and we'll talk more about this but my kids have always been around our program because my wife and I passed out in the locker room and I'll never forget waking back up from that and just feeling just like a failure like man you not only did you lose the basketball game which is now looking back nobody cared about that game that's over but looking at my kids and my former players and players like man I have not taken care of myself I have I have failed and when you when you let your family down, but, you know it. Somebody else is going to be an athletic director where I am, where you are one day. And I th- we were talking about this before the show. What are we going? What are we going to have to show for it? And I think that's a that's a really meaningful. If if young coaches or coaches in general, it's never too late. I still struggle with this all the time. All the time. Don't get this, they're not going to make it. Right. And I just think that's the. You know, I go back to thinking about my daughter. You know, when she was a, a girl or excuse me, she's, when she was a baby, she's sitting in her in her crib at one years old and I'm holding her hand crying because I missed her. And I, I really struggled with this and I put a lot of pressure on myself. Do you do you put a lot of pressure on yourself? to? You do a great job. You know, Christy's awesome and, and Major and Miley, but you do a great job. Do you do you struggle with this at all? I do. Yeah, um, absolutely. I don't I think that's pretty normal for for any man or lady that's that's in this type of business, because, you know, the average person, you know, you know, outside of this uh, business, you know, they, they go to work, let's say eight o'clock and at four o'clock they go home every yep. day. And, and these are just not one of those positions, whether you're a coach or you're an athletic director, you know, when the buses roll out at four o'clock, we are, uh, you know, job number two is kicking in. And, and uh, so you do have to try to get those moments with your kids and get your families, um, you know, in between those as much as you can. Um, but going back and thinking about, you know, one of the things I think that, kept me going and kind of relates to what you said is, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to win. And obviously, you know, I I am a competitor and I think anytime that scoreboard is on, then we should compete. Um, But I always, you know, made me feel good because just like Candy and your kids, um, you know, my wife and children were always in the stands and, you know, it didn't matter. And when the game was over, you know, when I got done talking to the team, win or loss, my kids still ran at me the same way. They still wanted to hug dad. My wife was there to hug me and, um, you know, and for a brief moment, you know, it made things seem like it was all right in the world, Um, you know, and so, you know, that part of that support is just so big in in our business to to have that support at home. Yeah, I agree. I think, too, you mentioned two things I think we're going to dive right into, but, you know, you talk about our, our, 
you know, somebody we look up to a lot, and it's Jason Freeman, who who a lot of our listeners might know not know, but he said the other day, you know, coaches are not any better than anybody, but they are different. You know, they're up there late, you know, athletic directors, administration, business people who are out in the world, you know, think about pastors, you know, the the eight to five or nine to five, that's not the case here, nine to four. And, and that's a great point. You talked about, you know, your kids in the locker room afterwards. That's always been a special time. And I miss that just to be honest with you right, right now, but it, it, God's got a, got a purpose. It's pretty cool. We talk about work-life integra- integration, something I want to kind of touch on. I think so many times people talk about work-life balance or, you know, to put it in respect, athletic balance and kids. What, what do you think about the differences between work-life balance and work-life integration? Because you just hit it. I think you said it with your, your family there. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, the, you know, the, the first step, obviously, it takes a spouse um, that's all in, you know, that believes in, in what we're doing and, um, you know, understands that, you know, besides our own biological children that we're out there trying to, um, you know, make a, a, a greater impact on, on, on our community and, uh, and we, we're doing it through these student athletes. So, you know, having that wife that's all in, um, you know, I think is definitely the first step because you can always see, you know, the, the coaches that burn out or, um, and I've seen it so many times and I've had even some, you know, uh, recently where some of our coaches, you know, almost had to take a sabbatical mm-hmm. away from coaching, um, you know, because, um, you know, of that relationship with their wife at home and maybe those expectations weren't out there at the beginning. And, and, and so I think that's extremely important, um, you know, and, and like I said, you know, I see your children up there with you and Candy up there with you a bunch at the school. And so that's just, uh, man, what a blessing that is to be able to just know that you can still get your work done. But then the people that mean the most to you in your life are there with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the, the biggest thing I think we need to, to look at is, is, number one, like you just said, work work life integration is first. Number one, you got to marry the right person because, right. my gosh, it's I don't know how you coach or do anything of that's going to take a lot of hours if your wife's not on board and your kids don't, don't live it. You know, it's the whole all in thing, but you know, Candy is almost too over the top. She'll tell you if she was, she, hopefully she'll listen to this, but she's, she almost wants to go to everything. And I do too, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you want to come home and she, she'll try to go to everything. So she is, she is a big supporter, but I think that comes from two, number one, talking about just Candy and you know, Christy is, is the same way, but, she she wants to be at everything number one because she loves sports she loves you know the the energy she gets from the high school and and all those things but also i think she feels comfortable like that's her school that's her place you know that is her she can come there and feel good about it i think so many times as husbands i did this early on she, she was second fiddle like hey my my job is more important than yours and that is such a you know i look back on that time in my life and it breaks my heart you know like how, how have you made Christy feel comfortable? How, how have you done that throughout your career and the, and the kids? Yeah. Um, you know, I think as, you know, which I've changed schools here recently a bunch um, for good, bad, and different. And so that, you know, obviously, um, you know, trying to get them comfortable with, with your new environment and, and where you're at and vice versa, um, you know, so it's kind of a, a neat relationship or um, we're in a great situation right now because obviously the school in North Paulding where you're at, my wife teaches there and that's where my kids go. So, um, you know, so I have to, you know, and obviously being the rival AD, you know, but there's some connections with me up into your community as well. So, um, you know, so I think it's just that balance and, you know, we have fun rivalries and, 
Yeah. Um, but, you know, my wife will, will put the Raider shirt on and my kids will suck it up and do it as well for family pictures and, yep, they and, will. and come support our events. Um, and, and we try to do the same, you know, for those. So, you know, I think one of the, you know, the big things Christy does to support me is, uh, you know, and our kid, children are a little older now is, um, is she understands that, hey, at four o'clock, um, you're going to, you've got work still going on and you're going to take care of that. And, you know, and our two children are heavily involved. And, um, and so she's in the past years, I'll be honest with you, she's, she's been kind of the uh, mama bus driver, you know, yep. getting them to all her events. And so I think she's just been extremely unselfish, um, allowing me to chase this dream of what I enjoy doing um, by just at four o'clock, she gets in that car and literally is driving our two kids all over, um, you know, this area, getting them and, and trying to make sure that they don't miss out on their experiences while dad's still at work. Yeah. And I think too, to, to piggyback on that, you know, looking at being intentional, moving to our next point, she is really, you know, talk about Christy and Candy. I, I've heard her talk many times. You, you, I don't know if you've ever told me this, but she has, she'll appreciate it. I'm telling everybody, but she's going home and helped you, you know, with your work. If you got something going on, she'll read you stuff to put in transfers or do this, do that. I just think that's so, so cool is to, to be intentional with, you know, and we have to do the same thing. I think so many times, and I'm still bad at this, is, you know, Candy and Christy are both really good teachers. They're really good at what they do. And how many times, I know I don't do it enough. It's like, man, you're killing it. Great job, you know, support her. That, that's uh, that's something we gotta get, I got to get better at. You're probably a lot better at it than me, I'm sure. No, I'm not. I mean, and, and it's, uh, it's funny you say that, yeah. Christy does. She helps me a lot um, at home because, again, it goes back to, unfortunately, sometimes you got to take your work home. And uh, I try to do that. I think the longer I've gotten in this business, knowing, hey, if I'm, I'm at home, it's sitting at the table, you yep. know, that, hey, she can help me, but I'm there. You know, one of the big things that Christy and I have always tried to do is, um, for the most part, is if our kids are home, we try to sit down and have dinner together. You know, that's kind of one of our disconnect. Um, like we're going to, you know, turn the world away and phones are away and, and we just take that 20, 30 minutes and uh, make the kids sit down with us and have dinner together. Cause I think that's one of the, uh, I don't know how many households in America still do that because everybody's flying around and eating on the go and grabbing this. And so, um, you know, any opportunity that we have to do that, um, you know, we, we do try to do that as well. So I love that you said phones off too. We, we do try to do the same thing. Not always perfect, but we always try to, you know, it, maybe I'll be sitting around the table if we go out and eat or something. We're right. Phones off. Good point there. Um, you know, when you talk about the, the being intentional, some things that I think we, we see all the time is quality time, not, not showing leftover time when we get home. Um, also, too, like you mentioned, you know, before here is, is having things on your calendar to do with your kids or to do with your wife or, you know what they say, show me your calendar and I'll show you what your priorities are. Um, we, we try to do this. I, it's something I really pride myself on is, is taking each kid and do something different with them. Bryce and I went to Kentucky this summer for a basketball camp, told you about. And I'll never forget just going. It was a long drive. It was expensive, but he'll he'll never forget that. I hope. Now I did lose uh, the hot shot competition for us, the free throw competition, <laughs> but uh, it was a it was a really cool thing. I know you got that same kind of thing going on, being intentional. Yeah, um, you know some of the things. You know, of course, Christy. You know, with my daughters in competitive cheerleading, and um, so they they spend a lot of quality time together. Um, and again, like you said, it's extremely expensive. So. Um, you know, we sometimes do have to divide and conquer, which is, which is not good, yep. but, you know, probably one of the highlights of my summer was going, taking major with North Pauling mm -hmm. to, to Georgia for the seven on seven, 
uh, tournament they had up there. So it was just, you know, just major nine had a good car ride up there and I uh, just got to take a lounge chair and be a dad, you know, and that's one of the, the biggest things I've tried to learn is when I'm at my kids events that I take off the coach hat, I take off the AD hat and, and I try to just um, try to, you know, uh, do exactly what I try to preach to other people and, and uh, just be a dad, try yeah. to support them and, and what they do and, and try to love and brag on them as much as we can. Yeah, and I think our, our last point here is is just feeling guilty, the ability to forgive yourself. And I always say open hands is what we say in our house is just let it go. It's open hands is we're giving it to God. You know, I think for high achievers, this is so hard. This is so hard for me and coaches and athletic directors, anybody in leadership, business, pastors. How in the world do you forgive yourself? And I think I struggle with this in, a, in a, such a big way because it's hard. It's hard when you when you let down your family or you I feel like this and I talked to you about this a, a bunch um, just sitting around is is I really feel like a lot of times I'll be at work and feel guilty for not being home or if I'm at home I feel guilty for not being at work and that's just that's a hard feeling to go through it is yeah um, and I and I think one of the key things and I think we're both very fortunate to um, you know God obviously works in mysterious ways but my closest friends are godly men, you know, and so um, they're really good to be able to just call and, and, and talk to and, and, and be able to lean on them for advice. And, and what you realize is, you know, a lot of people are going through some of these same struggles. Um, and the older you get, you know, the more you realize, um, you know, Christy and I were talking about this the other day. I mean, Lord, we have a son that's driving, you know, in two years, he's going to be out of our house. Yep. Um, and so time flies just so quickly and you just don't want to miss those moments. I mean, there's already, um, I do feel guilty. You know, I, I spent eight years as a head coach and it, it literally consumed me and just, I do feel guilty because there's things that you have to miss. I mean, unfortunately in our position, um, you can't make everything that you're, you know, your family obligations and, and, um, and I, and it's not fair to your children. It's not fair to your wife. And, and, uh, but the older I've gotten, you know, I realize that, you know what, I don't have to be at every event, um, that the school has going on. And, um, cause at the end of the day, the people that are going to be standing there with you is your family. Yeah. And, um, so I think that you got to make that, you know, one of your priorities in, in your job life. And I think you, you hit it, you know, you talk about a lot of your people you lean on. I wrote it, you talked about uh, a friend, a mentor. I think what we do is, is healthy is to sit around and talk, you know, like we're doing right now. Also, just to you know, to get it all, get it out there, and find someone. But I heard you said Christian, but you didn't say perfect. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's important. You know, the the people who are. If, if I walk into somebody who who's got it all figured out, I just I struggle with that because we're, I think we're all we're all a mess. We're all trying to figure it out, and I don't think I don't think we're going to figure it out this side of heaven. Really, that you know, just what we're all the things that go on. So I think that's re really important. The, la the last thing here, when you talk about. Um, forgiving yourself and have an open hand. I think it's good too. You know, I talk all the time and I worry and, and Mike Lynch told me this is a great advice. If you're worried about your family and you're kind of, if you're feeling that tension, you're, you're doing the right thing. You're good because some people don't worry about it. Some people don't have that tension. Some people don't have those kind of things, but I think it's okay. And it's, it's healthy for, for my kids. I want my kids and my wife and my, my son want to be proud of me. I want to be proud of our program. I think it's good for them to see us up and out early in the morning and home late at night. And, you know, sometimes in seasons of life, you know, just having to suck it up. It's not real, it's not real pretty. It's not real sexy, but you got to work. And I think that's, a, that's important. And it's good for us to see. 
Yep, I agree, Ryan. I think this is, uh, you know, and this is probably one of the most more uh, exciting topics. I think that, you know, you know, it's our very first one to, to be able to talk about. And I think it's one of the most important um, things to, to talk about because I don't, you know, I don't think God intended us to go through life alone. Um, you know, and that's why you know, I think he, uh, you know, I think there's a spouse for everybody that's out there, a family. Um, and, you know, even though he did talk about uh, the Christian men in your life and they're not perfect, but I've always said this, my, my best friend is Christy. You know, she is my ultimate yep. best friend that, um, you know, we have had so many highs and low, lo lows through our life. Um, but, uh, you know, she has stuck with me up until mm -hmm. this point and, you know, and I've, I know I fail her every single day. Um, but I just, I try to love her and love her big and, um, you know, and just try to, you know, do everything that I can to, to impact, you know, the, the kids that we serve in our communities while at the same time, again, I think it's extremely important. I used to tell her players all the time that, you know, uh, winning is fine. Winning is good. But my ultimate goal is to make sure that we are, are building great husbands and, and great fathers. Um, and at the end of the day, then that's what makes every program a success. I agree. I think that's important too. You talk about your, your family and kids. And when I coached and still our kids and candy around all the time, I, I, I said on the way to church, I can't believe this is our life still. And it's a, like you said, she's stuck with me through the good, bad and the ugly, but I think it's good for your, your teams and your, the people you serve to see your family and to see it not always be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times my kids were running around and had to snap them in place or, you know, me and Candy got in a little, not a huge fight, or, but, you know, something going on. They need to see that this is not, you know, so many times I think we have social media and it's all, it's just glimpses of everybody's life. It's not the real, it's not the real highlight. This is the highlight reel. It's not the real thing. So I think yeah, it's important. You, uh, mentioned social media and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I'm not a big social media person, um, but I think it really hits home that uh, just this morning um, was a picture of my two kids um, from a picture we took up at my parents' house at Clemson from six years ago and just to see how little they are. So my memories and my life and my legacy, I want it to be with my family. Yep. Um, coaching is a passion. Um, it's that awe moment, um, you know, that I love it. But football can be taken away from anybody at any given time, whether you're an athlete or you're a coach. Um, you know, I'm not going to be able to be healthy enough to play golf every single day. So those things are, are fun and passionate and, and I enjoy doing them. But uh, my legacy, I, I really want my legacy. I, I want to be a superhero to both my children. And, and at the end of the day, I want my wife to, you know, say that he did everything in his power to, to, to build a great life and to, to love all of us. And, you know, like I said, we, we don't have everything, but together we have everything that we would ever need. Absolutely. And I think Andy Stanley said it best when he talked about maybe we're here for, for these coaches and these players and all those things. I think we are, but maybe our biggest reason we're here on this earth is, is for our kids to stand on our shoulders and do something special one day. Yeah. And we'll never, I don't know if we'll ever know exactly. I think we did this episode first because like you just said, it's, it's maybe the most important one. If you don't have the family part and it's never going to be perfect, it's a moving target. If you, if you're not conscious of, you're not thinking of it, you're not going to coach very long. You're not going to be an athletic director very long. You're not going to be a, a pastor who works a ton of hours or a businessman who who's out there very long. And I think it's very important. Anything else to kind of wrap this thing up? Uh, no, I don't have any, uh, any, anything else really to add. Um, but uh, enjoy talking to you. And this is a great topic. And hopefully 
Um, some people out there that may be struggling with this, you know, maybe picks up on a few extra things. And, you know, we'd love to talk to you if you want to shoot us an email or, uh, you know, we can get in touch with you. And, you know, like I said, I don't feel like we have all the answers. And, you know, this is just God led. And, you know, and but we appreciate anybody out there who's listening. Absolutely. We appreciate everyone. Like, like Andy just said, our email address is worth it. 2210 at gmail.com. And again, we are, we're here to serve. We want to help. And we're also out to, uh, to raise money for, for kids with hearing impairments where we are absolutely praying that this is going to be big, as big as God wants it to be. And we can't thank you enough for, for listening. Thanks for listening today. Our goal at the Worth It Podcast is to give more than we take. So we've partnered with the University of Virginia Children's Hospital to benefit children with hearing impairments. Every dollar that we raise goes directly towards purchasing a hearing aid for a child. If you feel led to donate, go to tinyurl.com slash worthitpodcast. That's tinyurl.com slash worthitpodcast. Every amount helps us get closer to our $10,000 goal. How else can you help? Like, subscribe, share, and talk about our podcast. Word of mouth is the most powerful marketing tool. Remember, it's worth it. See you next time.